Ask Canada Immigration Lawyer Evelyn Aka. Good day. My name is Evelyn Aka. I'm the founder and managing lawyer of Aka Business Immigration Law. We are based in Calgary, Alberta, and we have two offices in Toronto and Vancouver, Canada as well. I focus primarily on cross-border NAFTA immigration law for professionals as well as families and individuals looking to move to Canada or move to the United States. I would like to welcome you to my podcast. It's called Ask Canada Immigration Lawyer Evelyn Aka. I have the pleasure today of introducing and having a great chat with my friend Jared Correa. He is the co-founder and COO of Gideon Legal, and um, they are one of our fabulous vendors, and I thought it would be a wonderful opportunity to introduce him and also talk about his background and learn more about Gideon. So welcome, Jared. Hey, thanks for having me. This is great. This podcast name sounds fantastic to it's me. It's so long. Ask Canada Immigration <laughs> I've, I've seen longer. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have a podcast. You have everything. Oh, I have a po- I've been a podcast for a long together? time. Uh, <laughs> you know, a uh, little sleep. No, um, no it's, uh, I've always done the content marketing thing. Yeah. So it's, it's been kind of ingrained in how I've marketed myself for years. And so I'm a big so omni-channel marketing person. Are you still practicing person. law, Jared? No, no, I don't practice Not at all. Law. You just stopped. I stopped in 2005. That was the wow. last time I actually practiced law. So, And then you become a legal long. consultant, essentially, plus all the other writer and... Yeah. I, I mean, I worked for a bar association, the Massachusetts Bar Association for just like a year and a half, maybe. Mm-hmm. And then after that, I got a gig consulting for the state of Massachusetts. Then I opened up my own consulting business and now oh. I try to get my hands in a lot of places. So And it just goes and goes and goes. That's yes. fabulous. Yes. It doesn't slow down, as you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm really happy that you're here with us because I got to know you I'm not even sure how through some connections with other people and right. and me reaching out or finding you on LinkedIn or something like that because you're everywhere. Every publication I read, attorney at <laughs> law, this, that, the other. And I was just like, who is this guy? And so I think I said, hey. And then we got to know each other um, because of a lot of shared interest in technology and practicing right. law firm management and technology and leadership. But how has your career developed since you stopped practicing law? What do you mostly spend your time doing? Um, that's a good question. So I'm kind of doing a couple things right now. And I feel like I feel like I'm always doing business development. Like yes. I think that's primarily my thing. <laughs> and I'm doing that on several different fronts. Like I said, I'm big into content, big into omni-channel marketing. I write a lot, do a lot of podcasts, uh, do a lot of presentations. I probably do like 150 presentations a year on top of podcasts. I guessed on and host. Um, so that's my big thing. Yeah. And that drives two things for me. So one is the consulting business that I have. Yeah. I run a consulting firm where I've got uh, clients who reach out to me directly for subscription consulting services uh, across the world. And then I also um, have a turnkey consulting operation. So I partner with, I think it's like 13 or 14 bar associations right now, wow. where my company is like the exclusive consulting provider. 
and then I've got a technology company that I founded uh, with a partner called Gideon. Yes. And that's a uh, website chat tool. And that's Excellent. going very well. We brought that out of beta a little while ago. And uh, we've got about 50 law firms using right now. That's great. And uh, we're working on a seed round currently so we can bring that up to a bunch of new law firms. So okay. we're excited about well, that. Tell me, how did you get into the Gideon thing? Because I, I met you and your business partner almost near the end of the beta testing when right. our firm Acker right. Law was able to beta taste, test and provide con- feedback and comments. And we thought it was great already. And now it just keeps getting better and better. But how did that come about that you just decided I'm going to create this? So, I mean, I've had an interest in technology for quite a while, legal technology in particular. So I knew a bunch of the folks who started uh, legal tech companies in 08, 09, right? Yeah. Like Jack Newton, Larry Port. Mark Britton, those guys are all friends of mine. And like, they did really well. And I, I didn't, I, I was still building like the consulting business at that point, mm-hmm. but I always wanted to try something in that space. And then I met Alan, who's my partner in Gideon about three years ago. And we started <laughs> iterating on this idea that we wanted to do like website chat, but in a different way. So yeah. we created, we said like, let's do chat bots. Let's do fixed fees for users so it's not as costly for law firms to get into. And let's make that engagement and intake process for law firms a whole lot easier than it is right now. I mean, there's some staggering numbers out there, like 65% of law firm voicemails don't get responded to. It takes an average average of like eight emails to schedule an appointment with an attorney. So we built this chat tool that classifies leads and that has a complete scheduling tool built into it. And we've got document automation and text features in beta right now, and that should be coming out soon as well. So we're moving down the line of more of like interaction management, but it's been really exciting to develop a product and add users. It's been a really cool experience. And I've mostly seen that from the outside and now seeing it from the inside is a wholly different animal. Yeah. It's a lot of work, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. yeah, Everything's a lot of work. That's the trick. A lot of work to create a whole (laughs) new program and a whole new app. Yeah. We built it from scratch. It was proprietary. So. That's fabulous. My God. Well, I remember when you asked us to, if we would want to beta test and I said, sure. Let's, Cause we like many <laughs> law firms that had experiences with lead generation or chatbots right. that they call leads and everything was the lead and they're charging you thousands of dollars a month for nothing. So I was very, <laughs> you know, um, I was a little apprehensive at first. Cause I was like, Oh, well, it's another one of those. But right. right away, we could see that the plan was it's supposed to make life easier for lawyers and law firm owners. You know, it's right. not about adding to the, the volume of work. It's it's thinking like the client, but also not needing tons and tons and tons of work. So, I mean, it's quite a I like it because it's simple and it, it's focused on the client experience, whether you're the law firm owner or the client that's connecting. Right. Um, and I like that it's flat fee because it just means that. Whatever happens, happens. It's not this sense of, you know, <laughs> right. one month there's zero dollars paid and next month is three thousand dollars paid, and we don't actually have a file for that. I mean, we've been in that situation early days mm-hmm. when we started with chatbots. Useless. This is not a chatbot for me. It just feels like a part of the intake process, and it's like a natural flow into yeah. that onboarding yeah. experience for the client. That's great. That was totally our intention. Um, I think like. If, if you look at everywhere else in legal, like it's all about flattened costs, predictable mm-hmm. expenses, you know, as a law firm owner, it's like 
really hard when you've got an expense that comes up and it's like, oh boy, I own extra like three grand this month, which I wasn't yeah. expecting. So yeah, we, we tried to make it intuitive for both sides and easy to use. So um, there's tools out there that are legal consumer facing, but don't involve attorneys. Yeah. And we wanted to create a viable tool that still included attorneys it was easy for attorneys to use, easy to manage, easy to update with a no-code environment, mm-hmm. and then also really simple and intuitive for uh, legal consumers. And that, that was our biggest thing. Because like, if you look at the way that legal consumers and lawyers interact, like mm-hmm. lawyers have very little understanding of what legal consumers want. And I yeah. think you're I think you're one of those lawyers that has a good <laughs> understanding of it, but there I'm are very learning. few. Yeah, but there are very few lawyers who even think about that. Lawyers are mostly like, hey, this is what our uh, marketing strategy is. This is what consumers are going to do because that's what we tell them to do. But consumers don't react well to that. So having a better understanding of how consumers reach out to legal services and law firms, what they need to know, what they should know, um, Mm -hmm. we try to make that really simple. Get the information to the clients, triage them quickly, make sure it's a viable relationship for both sides, and then just connect the two. That's great. No, we're really liking it. I think, um, what is the feedback you're getting? So you've got about 50 plus law firms right now and you're just slowly rolling out. So I can see that there's yeah. going to be planned to get bigger and bigger, but um, are you getting feedback Are you from people? Are they happy? What, what kind of sense? Yeah. Feedback's really? been really good so far. People yeah. seem to like it. Um, they like some of the aspects that you talked about, right? Easy to use, um, relatively inexpensive compared to other tools. Um, and I think the people like two other things as well. One is that um, it's a legal specific tool, right? If you're not buying something off the shelf and you don't get to talk to a lawyer, right? As you mentioned, I was a practicing lawyer, so I know how this works, right? We're building software that's suited for lawyers. So we've got things in there like click-through disclaimers built in, which you wouldn't automatically get from other providers. And then I think people like the fact that we continue to innovate, right? So we went down the road of building out this document automation platform in a chat service because we feel like it's viable for law firms that are going to productize. We feel like it's viable for law firms that want to start using document assembly software and getting more efficient. I mean, what better way to capture information from documents than doing it via a chat tool that consumers are already comfortable with? It saves you so much time on the back end. So I think that, I think the feedback has been really positive pricing innovation features uh and the integrations that that you you have right now well right yeah yeah how is that developing so we're hitting like bigger companies first of course so the most usership is guiding how we're building integrations so we've got integrations on the calendaring side because we do the calendar and appointment stuff automatically Mm -hmm. so we're linked to google calendar we're linked to outlook calendar and then um, we've got integrations for both clio manage and clio grow which is interesting because uh, Clio Grow doesn't yet have an API. But I know, not, everybody uh, knows that. <laughs> it's driving us crazy. I'm sorry, I shouldn't have brought that up. Um, <laughs> but not a ton of companies are linked with Clio Grow. So yeah. we're able to push into their lead inbox, um, which is about the most we can do yeah. at this point. And then we just recently launched an integration, Alitify, which is oh. another case management software. There's also got a CRM front to it. It's built on Great. Salesforce. They have a lot of uh, large personal injury firms as clients. So that's a good market for us. So that's the second case management integration we just rolled out. We'll do more. That's great. But that's one where we came out with like a few weeks ago. So So have you been looking at the types of practice areas to drive what you're, you know, it's interesting because as opposed to just saying law firms, are you saying, okay, personal injury, 
family law? Like, are you thinking, what do they need so we can get them to buy in? I mean, immigration law, Canadian and U.S. is not exactly probably what you were thinking (laughs) when you started. But the fact that it works for everybody, you know. Well, we try to make it viable for any like consumer facing law practice. So any law practice, it's B to C, it's going to work for. And Mm -hmm. so what we've been doing on the back end is building scripts. So the biggest part or one of the biggest challenges of utilizing chat bots as a law firm is like, there's going to be some kind of script that people can walk through. And you go to a lot of law firms and they're like, I don't want to build that fair, right? Because lawyers are busy. So we built out a lot of template scripts for law firms based on those major practice areas. So if you've got like a family law firm, we can say, hey, we'll just build this for you. We've got it ready to go. You're going to get an account. It's got a preloaded script, a basic one and one for your practice. And then you're ready to roll. And some people get wild with it. Like we have an attorney in Chicago who's built... 275 chatbots for his website. He's got oh one on like god. every page of his site. Oh um, my god. He might need a hobby, but we love him. Seriously, <laughs> that is incredible. But yeah. I mean, do do you think that having a bot, I mean, this is one thing that we're dealing with as we deal with our PPC and social media is right. does it slow down your site? Um if you yeah. have one on every single page, because obviously I'd do it if I thought it was useful, <laughs> but we don't right. have it on all of our pages because that's been one of my concerns or the feedback we get sometimes. No, I totally get it. And so because the bot, the way we do it is an embed code and that's the way most bots yeah. work. Um, it's going to slow down the site a little bit. A like there's, a little a, bit, there's, yeah. there's no getting around it. Right. But we do some things to avoid it being like really, really, a problem. So one thing we can do is we can roll out the bot last, for example, and that's how we that's how we default it. So okay. everything else is going to load in the website first, first, and then the bot loads last. So that's not going to reduce your speed too much. That's compliant with accelerated mobile pages, and it, as we both know, like speed of load is a, is a tool within uh, search rankings. So you yeah. want to be fast when you load. So that's one of the things that we've developed over the course of time because we did get that feedback from people originally. It okay. was slowing down the site. So we loaded it last. That seems to have solved the problem. And then we have the ability to work with law firms. So if it does appear to be slowing down on the site or a particular page, we'll work with them to combat that. But generally okay. speaking, loading it last has solved a lot of those issues for us. Yeah, I haven't seen any issues, but our our website provider or whatever, the, they just mentioned that, you know, these are things to speed yeah. up. It's already good enough, fast enough. But, and I was like, well, we're not getting rid of our Gideon. So you can figure <laughs> out some other way around this well, it's this, really yeah. helpful you know well, we're 24 hours by the fact that somebody can access us and have some engagement and capture even when the office is closed so that's the plan yeah right and i think you make a really good point there so part of this is it's like a weighing mechanism right site speed is important but engagement is also important yeah so if somebody lands on your website even if that website lands super quickly consumers want to know two things they want about they want to know about the legal process and they want to be able to take a next step yeah. So what we try to do is provide them some scripted conversation so they get some information and then they can take a next step if they qualify yeah. by scheduling an appointment. And so utilizing a chat, for example, that does that means you don't have to load another program onto your site, for example, or you don't have to use Calendly or Acuity yeah. or anything like that. So I think I think it is a trade-off. Like yeah, any bot is going to slow down your site, but then you get more engagement. And if you weigh it out, both those things are valuable. It's just a matter of how valuable are they to your firm. Yeah, it's it's a very passive way of capturing those people and creating engagement. 
when you're closed, you know, off hours, when you're away, whatever, and you hopefully right. don't lose them because our plan, our process is the client engagement coordinator the next day is on it, dealing with it if it's overnight or weekends and engaging them further. So, yeah, and we work with Clio Grow, as you know, and right. it's working fine, really well. So we're really happy with it. Yeah. Yeah. And, you, and you're fast as well at your firm. And that's part of the key too, like getting that response in place quickly. And you're right. Like, legal consumers want speed of response from attorneys. Yeah. So even if you, even if it's a Saturday, they want something. And if something. you don't want to be working on a Saturday, you need to have a replacement for you. They need exactly. to converse with something, even if they're not conversing with some person. Absolutely. I think it's great. We love it. I think it's wonderful. I <laughs> want to you. know more, I guess, how are you sharing all your updates? Are you sending out blogs or newsletter or anything how do you because for me i'm just like hearing some of this new stuff now and i'm like i didn't yeah. know you were doing this yeah and <laughs> <laughs> now um so now that we're out of beta we're going to launch a regular newsletter to our okay. users and uh, we'll probably ramp that up in the next uh month or so so probably in the new year we'll Great. start doing that and then we'll get a cadence going probably monthly yeah. um yeah but we've been head down on development into this year and i said we're working on a seed round now so hopefully once we close that we'll be able to do a lot more stuff in terms of marketing and development that That's we've exciting. got on the radar and then wow. the updates will be forthcoming in a, in a few months you might be sick of updates so <laughs> no i don't think so when i keep hearing i love then when programs develop you know, and yeah. there's more and more and more as opposed to this is all I can ever do for you. That's okay. But right. it's always great to see what else are they doing and to yeah. be a part of that, you know. And as I said, like here in Canada, apparently one one of the more technical technology law firms. But I think that if people, small law firms knew that this was available and it's not prohibitive and it's yeah. accessible it's worth it and so i mean i'm a part of all these small law firm women law firm owners groups all this stuff there are a lot of canadian ones and they're solo true true solos with nobody right. else to right. me this is a very uh low-hanging fruit technology that they need and so i'll make sure that we'll circulate this on those listservs because well, people ask you. all the time how are you growing your business and i'm like you gotta invest in technology if even if you don't have people all right Affordable technology can make a big difference for your practice. Yeah, right? I mean, that, yeah, you're totally right. Like accessible technology and using it to manage these rote processes, like two yep. things can happen. One is that like you don't have to hire as many people in the first place. Exactly. And then, and then a lot of attorneys say like, I don't want to fire my staff. Well, you don't mm -hmm. have to. Your staff are now doing different things. Yep. Maybe they're managing that technology. Maybe mm -hmm. they're becoming salespeople. You're yep. upskilling them while you're down while you're using technology to do the stuff that they don't need to do. Exactly. Anymore. That's what we're talking about now for us is I was mentioning before we start, we have a number of VAs now that are offshore. And the right. reason is they're helping us with rote, repeat, you know, standard stuff that's not client-based work that's not physical work that's not legal work admin right. very much admin and helping up with special projects and that allows those people to do the highest quality highest value work and to me that's what this is about is how you're using your technology right oh, one of the things we've done i think with with um with gideon is we so you guys have it now feeds into Clio Grow at least some of it. We've even been yeah. we got a Zap a Zapier set up, um, and now it's even more fine tuned because there is no API. So we decided <laughs> we're gonna play around with this so that all the information yes. fully goes into where we need it. So it's getting there, 
But yeah. I love that your technology is is possible for us to do that, right? Yeah, yeah. No, I really appreciate that. And that's a cool use case. Like that's one of the best things about building out software is that like you build it out in like this sterile setting and it's just like <laughs> a group of people. And then you think of like maybe 10 use cases for it. Yeah. And then you throw it out into the wild and all of a sudden there's 75. And I talk with attorneys all the time where I'm like, that's a great way to use technology that I never would have thought of. Yeah. We always find a workaround to get the job done. <laughs> so no, right. I really am excited for you. I think 2021 well, will be a really exciting year for Gideon. And yes, let's hope 2021 is an exciting year for everyone. Oh Can't be God. worse, right? <laughs> Can't wait for the new year. <laughs> we're almost there. <laughs> oh, we're hanging on. But no, I do think that Gideon has been a part of, I mean, this tough year, we've been able to basically maintain our numbers, which is incredible. That's fantastic. Yeah, good for you. The team and the technology and Gideon and all of our team of technology providers has really helped us, plus our fabulous staff. But it's right. been crazy. It's like you work harder, but just to look at the numbers and realize we're basically the same as last year. Sure, we would have loved to have grown um, right. more, but to be in the same place is a really good testament. And I think technology like Gideon has really helped us. So I'm very grateful to you and your partner. Oh, um, thank you. For letting us beta test because we got you guys on as soon as we could. We're stuck <laughs> right. with you and you're stuck with us. <laughs> and we're going to make sure that we continue to tailor it because I think there's probably more things we could be doing that we haven't yet done since you're you're making all these new changes in addition. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. No, I think that's great. And congratulations to you for sticking the landing in 2020. Thank you so much for all your support again. And absolutely. I really appreciate your time on our podcast. Um, people will find out where to find you. We'll have the links included. And anybody wants to talk to me about Gideon, feel free to contact me at acolaw.com. But I am a big, big cheerleader for the technology. Thank you so much. <laughs> thank you. You're amazing. I appreciate it. Oh, we appreciate you. Take care. Yeah, have a good day. Okay, you too. I hope the information was valuable to you. Please do let me know if you have any questions. You can reach us at akalaw.com, A-C-K-A-H-L-A-W.com, or you can contact us by phone at 403-452-9515. Have a great day. Thank you.